Check one, two. Check one, two. Check, check, check. We've got new microphones, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, welcome to another edition of Conversations. We don't know how these microphones operate. Yeah, the reason we took a, <laughs> uh, a week off is because, uh, like Teresa said, I am pretty anal about the sound of the microphones. I still don't even know what these even sound like, if they're up to my standards, my yeah. broadcast standards. So feel free to let us know if they stink or not. But the uh, previous episodes, when we were listening back, it seemed like uh, one sentence, it sounded like we were three miles away, and then all of a sudden we're right up on the microphone and we had no control of that. Yeah, I've had to buy and return quite a bit to try to get this to work. Did you get the refund of yeah, all the other some, ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you sure? Yes. I want to see the paperwork. Okay. Uh, so anyway, happy, what is it, Tuesday? We just got back from a choir concert with uh, our daughter, who's in ninth grade, and the ninth they grade, did they awesome, a great they're awesome. job, and then the chorale did, did a great job. I would like to commend <laughs> our me, local everyone. high school here, um, who eliminate, because you, you say children's choir, and as a dad, it's like, oh, God, I'd rather watch, sit at home and watch paint dry. The choir concerts are like 20 minutes long. And they're, it's awesome. Well, they they sing like five five or six songs. Yeah. That, well, I think they did. Not even a half hour long. You're in and out. And it's they like. They make it a half hour and then you're out. But the songs that they sang were so good. I was impressed for the first time hearing hearing the choir. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. They did a really good job. Uh, so what's going on? I uh, took a weekend and went back home to Detroit to spend a few days with my mom and help uh, clean up some stuff after my dad's passing. It was my first visit back <clears throat> since he passed away about a month and a half ago. You got a lot done. And uh, we took care of just one room. And I think we got rid of 400 pounds of my dad's clothing. Wow. That's not even, that, that's not even a dent. No, I know. But it was all stacked up in one particular bedroom. And uh, along with some old paperwork and receipts from like 20 years ago that had to be shredded. And it was just, it was a chore. But uh, my mom needed some help. And I went home and I was proud to uh, get some of that accomplished. Good. And I thought it was kind of funny when I was talking to you and you're like, I opened up one box and everything, there's so much stuff. And I told you it was it's, overwhelming. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Because when you go through a box of stuff, kind of like the boxes I have here at our house that I still have to go through, and you're like, just go through one box, just go through one box. It's not that easy. Oh, I know. So I was glad you experienced, I was actually glad you were experiencing I know what that. you're saying, because I, I opened up a box, I saw yeah. what looked like needless right. receipts from 10 years ago, but underneath those were pictures of all the grandkids. Right. So you can't, you can't. It's, you can't just like throw an entire box of papers into the fire and burn no. them so because do you understand half now? the family's memories go up in smoke and you, you really have to. Yes, I do. Do you understand it? Can you appreciate now when I tell you it's not that simple to go through one box because we have some large boxes that we've had since I got married. We got married. They've accumulated of moving because trying to throw everything in boxes and get things together. You can't just throw a box out. Because like you said, there might be something important in there. So, so you if you're a newlywed, uh, I guess there's the, the moral of this story is throw stuff out before it starts to accumulate. Bef before you know it, you're going to have a whole basement of, wait, what is that? <laughs> but you know what? Every time we've moved, I've thrown away so much. We really don't have that much. I mean, if you look at really what's down there of 30 years of our life, it really isn't that much. I mean. I'm sure we could 
Oh, I know. Do I away with half Oh, absolutely. Of it. I mean, it's not counting what's in the kids' closets. But I, I don't want them to base a TV show on us one day. No, 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 because I'm pretty good at stashing it in places that you can't find it. <laughs> that does no good. <laughs> Just don't open the closet. <laughs> Now you're just lying. Uh, no. All right. What do we got to talk about today? Oh, something I was watching today. <sighs> I was watching Good Morning America. Mistake number one. I know. You always say that, but I have to Followed watch... by The View. Mistake number two. I haven't watched The View in about a week because they, they made me mad as usual. So I really? To, I had to stop. Wow. <clears throat> so this time. They're such level-headed ladies. I, know, I, I, know. I don't know what would make you mad. So this was ridiculous. Gender neutral toys, Legos specifically, and both of our kids have Legos. We have the primary Wait, color year, Legos. Years ago, we we had gender neutral toys. They were called toys, and we you picked them up and played with them. They don't have to be neutral. gender neutral. So we have the regular primary Legos. Alex, or Alex's, of course. Alyssa's played with those. Every little boy and girl that I babysit has has played with those. And then when they came out with pink and purple and the Barbie stuff, Alyssa has all, we have the whole pastel collection of Legos. Um, The problem I have with this is if your son or daughter wants Legos, Legos, regardless of color, and they want the primary color Legos, well, then you by all means just go buy them. If your little girl wants them, okay, so if your little girl wants primary colored Legos, you know, because they're technically the boy section you just walk your little feet over there and you buy a box and then if your little boy wants the pastel pink purple ones then by all means walk yourself over there and buy them you need a gender neutral gender neutral aisles if you are too embarrassed to walk your son or daughter over to get them that's on you. Society has to know that it's okay to have a boy section looking toy and a girl section. If my daughter wants a G.I. Joe, then I'll go get her one. And if my son wants a Barbie, I'll go get him one. I know what aisle they're in. I don't have to go searching all over the place for them. I know where they're at. I don't need gender neutral Legos. What are you gonna do, put all tan? Tan colors, they're gender neutral. They're all tan and browns, <laughs> yellow. Well, we have right? to appease everyone. What don't you get, you crazy lady? I think that's where I'm having a hard time with that issue. It's you, just that one. <laughs> you're pushing that. You're pushing that idea onto your kids. Your kids don't care. They just know that Legos are in aisle three. They just know. Can we hey, go get Legos? I and think just I want pink ones. Leave it at that. I don't recall. Right. I don't. No child. Children aren't thinking these ideologies. Children are not. You, as the parent, are instilling this BS on them. Yeah, I don't recall either of our kids going, hey, can we go into the, the gender-neutral aisle? I mean, it was just... I, my children have never been offended they by... Men- they mention toys by name, and then you find the oil, the oil, the aisle that they're in, and you just go get them. It has you nothing know, to do with gender. I it's babysit. just toys. I used to babysit, and I would have one of, my, uh, one of the little boys throw a baby in a stroller and push a stroller. That doesn't mean he wants to be a girl. He just wants to push or actually, you know what? They would take the stroller and put Hot Wheels in it or they would put a dump truck in it and then push the dump truck around the house. Yes, here's something with wheels. They didn't care. 
He just wanted to push the stroller with the, with cars in it. That doesn't mean he wants to be a girl. And our daughter used to love to play Hot Wheels, the hot, the sets that Alex would have, you know, that go around and around and around. She would play with those. That didn't mean she wants to be a boy or she's confused. She's five. Right. Stop telling them that their gender, what is, which is right between their legs, they look at it every time they use the bathroom multiple times a day. Stop telling them that their gender is whatever they want it to be. That's not reality. Mm-mm. So in essence, all these kids that are confused, parents, it's your fault. Yeah, you can. It's them. your fault for not telling your school system to to stay out of my house, to stay out of our faith, to stay out of our teaching kids about sex education. Keep way too early. And way too early, these kids in a young age are being. If, I mean, if you've seen online some of this CRT stuff that they're having kids talk about, it's not normal. No, it's it not. isn't normal, people. I don't care. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me because you have every right to disagree with me, but you as a parent and the educators are pushing this on our children and they just want to be kids. Just let them be kids. And when they're 15, 16 and they start developing their sexuality and realize, you know what, maybe I like, maybe I'm a boy, but I, and I like boys and maybe I'm a girl. And I like a girl. Figure it out then. But that's something then that they can choose to develop down the road. Not when they're five or six and they want to wear their sister's tutu, so what? That doesn't mean he's going to take that path. So right from there, you start putting him in dresses? No, because it could change in two weeks. He could be wanting to play in the dirt again. Yeah. So that really, that looks like that just made me so mad this See, morning. those are the stories I, I back away from because I just feel my head's going to explode. And... Yeah, but you have to know what's going on. You have to know what's going on. I do know it's on, and I choose yeah. to click to the other channel so yeah. my head doesn't explode. I just still watch it. This, and that's why you're the way you are. Well, it's kind of like, <laughs> like the hot sauce I was eating today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was that? She's, oh my God, she's sitting there, oh, this stuff is so hot. Well, then stop eating it. You got sweat coming out your eyeballs. My nose is running. It was so oh, my hot. God. Oh my god, this is horrible. And she keeps eating it. I'm like, put it down and it wouldn't be horrible anymore. Turn off Good Morning America and the view and No, I gotta know what the crazies are thinking. But what what it does, it just amplifies inside you when you watch these TV shows, and then you spew it back at me in the form of verbal flames. And that kind of ruins my day. <laughs> well, why do you take it so personal? I'm not it's taking not... it personal. It's I'm trying to watch the TV, but you're hell bent on telling me what Joy and the View was talking about. <laughs> you're just coming at me like a demon. You know what? There's this amazing thing called pause, so you can just pause it and well, hear me. Speak. Okay, right back at you. There's another thing called another channel. There's arrow up and down. <laughs> Change it so you don't. You know you're gonna get. I told up. you. I have to know what the crazies are thinking. But in turn, you're taking. You're making me crazy. I don't need it's any. It's only for a few minutes. I know. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Anyway, you want to know Elsie? You want to know what Elsie we're talking about? And this is yeah. Something, this is something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't wait. This is something else. This is totally off the subject of that. It has to do with something you and I completely like are against. So they were talking about like this new generation of people. You know, buying a house is so expensive. So just go in and buy a house with your friend. Oh, an end of friendship. Yeah. I'm going, that's the dumbest idea. Who does that? Why would you go into a house buying a home, a huge purchase, just rent, rent somewhere. You don't want that commitment with a friend. 
And I'm sure they're You're setting yourself up for disaster. I know. Yes, you might think it's a great idea at first. Oh my gosh, we'll have our own house and we'll be able to cook each other dinners and, and have lunch and we just have our privacy. It's just going to be great. And then you realize, oh, she doesn't wash her clothes as often as I do. She hates doing dishes. How come you didn't do the lawn this week? You never take out the garbage. You didn't pay the bill. You remember the phone? I mean... I would not. It's just something I wouldn't. You're just going to end a relationship. I could see being a roommate in a rental situation. That's different. Temporary. Temporary. But to buy a home and have that large of a commitment. No. I would never do that. What if? Okay. What if I decide one day I want I have a boyfriend and he wants to move in or we want to we want to move. Are we still married in this scenario? Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well. We're gonna need another room and in this story uh, we're just friends. Another gun. I'm gonna need another gun. In this story, we're just friends. <laughs> oh, it's the FedEx How guy, awkward. honey. He's moving in. How awkward would that be? A little bit. It's kind of like you we, we have always said we would never like go into business with with friends or anything financial. I think that's where you have to be so careful. And they were saying that Good Morning America is a good idea. They were saying how it's that's an option. The, you know how they have like a money it's segment. It's a dumb option. And like, what? What are you telling these people? Like, if they can't afford it about to buy a house, don't buy a house. And that's another Rent. that's another reason to uh, before you buy a house with your spouse or even walk down the aisle, make sure that you got a. I'm not saying move in because we did it the old fashioned way and. Um, we were married before we, you moved in with me. Yeah. Um, I don't think many people do that anymore. But I would say definitely get to know each other before you make that commitment. Even before mm-hmm. buying the house. Well, I think you need to lay out everything. Why do you think the, the divorce rate is so high? Is because so so many people. I think this is my personal belief. Buy into the novelty of marriage. And how neat it is to move in together and blah, and blah, play blah. play house. Yeah, and play house. But so that, another dumb one for network television for putting oh. that topic out. Uh, what's, well, it, what's next? At least it gave us something to talk about. I'm having a hard time with hearing constantly. So many, there's the rise in vaccination rates went up, you know, blah, blah, blah. And with, like, with teachers, went up like 20% or whatever they were claiming, these claims. And they're like, by by having employers tell their employees get the shot. And it's like, no, 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 you're forgetting some important information. You gave them a deadline to get a shot. They didn't willingly walk into Walgreens. Now, granted, they are the ones that oh, had, you coerced that them had to, to make those numbers sleeve. go up. Is what they're you're saying. saying, well, see, they went up because employers and the deadline, like, so you're okay with coercion. You're okay with bribery. You're okay with, in my opinion, a threat bullying? To, their, to their livelihood. Is this and the their... same group of people that yeah. are against bullying? Because yeah. you, you sure bullied a bunch of people into yeah. Yeah. getting done what you wanted done. Yeah. And then some are bullying back and you can't handle it. And suddenly uh, it's wrong when it goes the other way. Everybody needs to do that. Everybody needs to say no. If you don't feel right doing it, why are you doing it? That's, I can't, I just don't get it. Sorry, I don't understand. So how, why, so you're bragging on national television that these rates went up. 
the president, I swear to God, somebody, I, I don't well, go on technically TV don't know who that is. and talk about the, oh, look at, we're finally getting more people. You, you forced them. Now, again, you didn't. Weren't some companies being paid off, too? You didn't roll up. No, I don't, I don't know. You didn't roll up their sleeve. They rolled up their sleeve. They take ownership. They are, they are responsible 100% because they bowed down to whatever it is. I don't know. Speaking of rolling up your sleeve, uh, sleeve did you buy uh, him rolling up his sleeve? And uh, I think it was like a week, week and a half ago, he was supposed to be getting his, his booster. I don't buy anything. They do well, they, you no. found, they made it look like uh, he was sitting in the Oval Office getting I know. it done. And did then, you see that? Then you find out it's actually it's, it's a soundstage. He wasn't even in the White House. They made it a soundstage to make it look like he was and just to sell you. On the idea that oh oh the president's getting it done okay well the the soundstage the the, the office wasn't even real who's to say that the shots even well, real I'm not buying speak, anything anymore no every time he would talk he would be outside talking I always wondered are you really in the White House like if you, if you if you're doing if it's a soundstage like that is everything fake has every shot of the Oval Office been that same know. soundstage I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, how much of it's real. Now that we know that that one wasn't real, how many other spouts behind the microphone weren't real? I don't know. But it's just getting speaking. Scary. Speaking of that, getting back to the uh, children's choir today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still entertained by people that walk oh, in. Yeah. Okay, you've got a high school auditorium, and you walk in to see and support your child who's on stage in the choir. And you walk in with your mask on, and then you take your seat inside that same theater, and then the mask comes off. So COVID doesn't exist when you sit down? Like w when you're at a restaurant, and you walk in, and you got to wear your mask until you get to your booth or your table, and you sit down, and then you can take it up. Who's buying this? Not me. You, when you sit down, you're like, that's your, you're, you're under the, uh, the barrier where COVID yeah. can't penetrate because yeah. you're sitting down. But it's as soon as you stand up, it's like, oh, get him. It's a magic umbrella that we don't see, apparently. Uh, who, seriously, regardless of what side of the argument you're on, who's buying this? You're in the auditorium. You sit down and you can take it off and you feel safe. But when you stand up, oh my God. <laughs> Gotta get it on. I don't. I can't it. be. It's just when these parents are walking in, I'm like, please, somebody point out the fact that I'm not wearing one. Please do it. I just still have a nobody hard time will because I think most people now are just wearing it just in case they're confronted with crap yeah. and they don't. And that's how I was early on, and now I'm just not. I'm just no, not buying it. I'm seeing through the lie. I. Oh no, my I'll God, you, you're part of the problem. I'll tell the you numbers what I did. are stacked, my man. When I went to the grocery store, now granted, I have asthma, so I bear, never put it over my nose because I can't breathe. I get claustrophobic and I, I can't Right, breathe. mask for you but, isn't um, good at all. But um, every time I went to the grocery store, I always put it under my chin. And then if someone was walking near me, I put it up, take it right back down as soon as they pass me. Just because that was the rules. I'm not a, I'm not a rule breaker. But I'm also not a, a a rule follower of something that is so obvious. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this game. 
I, I, I'm, an, time, I'm an adult. I'm back. an adult. I am, an, I am an adult. And if I don't want to put a mask on wait, my wait, face, wait, I didn't hear I you. What are I'm you? I'm an adult. <laughs> Should I say it slower in another language? I am an adult. I can make those decisions for myself, and I take responsibility for my decisions. Because where do we live? In the United States of America. Oh. I think that's the whole part of it is taking self-responsibility. I, I you could put 10 Big Macs in your gut. I don't care. But don't tell me I'm, I I have to do this. Then I should be telling you, don't put 10 Big Macs in your gut. because Don't you tell die. me what to do. Exactly. Stop drinking the Cokes. Don't Stop. tell me what to do. Stop drinking the diet. No, you should drink regular Coke and not diet. Diet will, is what's going to kill everybody anyway. Doing 110 down a side street. Don't tell me how to drive. I'm also of the belief if I don't want to wear a seatbelt, I don't have to. <sighs> I know. As an, You hit 18. If you don't want to wear a seatbelt, God bless you. You don't have to. What Why? about helmets or motorcycles? Uh, Same thing. I know. Is it the right thing to do? Is it going to help save your life if you ride a ride? A, yeah, you, you're right. I don't wear a, I don't wear a helmet when I ride my bike. Our kids never have. Our kids never have. And all their um, friends have. Isn't that weird? It's like I, I never thought twice about it because we grew up in a time where no kids down they the might street. Hurt them. Okay, then they fall and get hurt. Yeah. I mean, you can't stop. Everything creates but, but quick, uh, character. Back to the seatbelt thing, because our doctor said, "Well, you know, we should we wear a seatbelt because it's the right thing to do." I said, "Well, is it the right thing for you or the right thing for me?" I know what the purpose of a seatbelt is, but if I don't want to wear it and it's my life, I don't have to wear it. So I'm ant I'm against a seatbelt law um, because, again, I, me not wearing a seatbelt, how does that protect you? Oh, if yeah. not as my own as an individual, yeah. not as my husband, but. Yes. Do I know it's probably the best thing for me to do? I'm sick of people saying, well, it's the right thing. Well, is it the right thing for you or the right thing for me? Who are you to say? Smoking. And if you want to smoke, I don't care. Just don't do it around me. Go smoke a pack of cigarettes. You can smoke a whole carton a day. I really don't care. Yeah, I'm like that with people that uh, have bars that are the owners of bars and restaurants. It's it's your establishment. I'm probably not gonna. I won't attend it. I won't or enter because yeah. I don't like smoking the smoking bars. So I, I won't go. I won't give you the business, and I never realized it until yeah they went away, and then you walk back in and say, "Wow, it never this this club no longer smells like a, a an ashtray." And I choose not to anymore, but I never realized back then how much we all smelt like ashtrays yeah. when we got home. Well, our wedding. But but if you was. Are a if you are a uh, an owner of a bar or a restaurant, hey, it, yeah, it's up to you. Absolutely. Well, if this one did go longer. We had a lot to talk about. Yes, we did. I was afraid to do it by myself. Last it's been a week. I know. But we needed to. We needed to get new microphones and hopefully make some adjustments. And we want to remind everybody listening to uh, please share the podcast and if you have any questions or topics that you want us discuss uh or want us to discuss leave something on the message us and we will tackle it yes i'm matt i'm Teresa, and this is conversations bye bye <laughs>